This is a presentation of Dawn Forge Productions. It's time for Shattered Soulstone. Featuring the latest news from Sanctuary and beyond. Each episode, a heroic party of Nephilim band together to help keep you informed on everything in the Diablo universe. And now, your Diablo Community Podcast. Recesses of the proverbial Dawn Forge pouch. This is episode 202 of the Shattered Soulstone. Houston has the problem. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash Shattered Soulstone 2019. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or mp3 player it's march 17th 2019 and this is your main man dead psych this is this is west Bertilio. <laughs> uh and today i've got shazam with me what's going on oh not too much uh dead greed is not here today he's on vacation he's in houston uh they have the problem now <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, we we don't have it this week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we don't have to deal with it. So, uh, um, I guess we can start this show off the way we normally do in uh, weeks in gaming. Uh, what have you been up to in the, this week? Um, I started the week. I was like, I wanted to get back into Diablo three, and I. I got the 1600 Paragon, and then, like, I I just worked and worked and worked all week, considering, like, a few weeks ago that I had to take work, take weeks of work, oh, not weeks of work, but day off of work, so, like, my paycheck got screwed up, so I had to make up for it this last week, so I worked, like, 55, 56 hours. So it kind of cut into my video gaming, but um, yes. I did get sixteen hundred Paragon, and then like I don't know, three days that last week, I didn't game at all, and then Friday comes, and I just kept thinking about it and kept thinking about it, and um, I played the original Division, and I thought it was all right up until like the expansions came out. And I didn't really care for it, so I quit playing it and quit playing Xbox in general. But I picked up the Division 2 on PC, and I played it Friday, Saturday, and a little bit today. And um, just been leveling up and and um, stuff like that and getting killed like hundreds of times. Other than that, I'm just trying to get used to playing a shooter again, and this is like the first shooter I've played on PC in probably 10 or 15 years. So, um, yeah, 
that's that's basically all I've done this week. Okay. Yeah, I've actually never played the division games. I've uh, they have interested me, uh, especially when the division one uh, came out. Like, oh man, it was everybody was really excited for it, and it looked awesome. I don't know why I didn't end up getting it. I, I don't know. I honestly forgot. I'd still, I'd like to play it. I'd like to see what's going on. How did uh, how the Division Two hold up to the first one? Um, I would say it's better. Good. Um, I don't know if you know like, like any of the details about it, but it's an RPG shooter. So if you get a different backpack, it could have crit hit damage or crit hit chance on it or cooldown reduction and. You know, gloves and, like, the whole nine yards, like, everything you wear could have, like, okay. all that stuff on it or skill power and stuff like that. It's it's pretty in-depth that way, so you can, like, you know, build a character for one specialization. Stuff like that, it's pretty neat. Sounds like it. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, I might have to check that out, actually. I don't know why it, like, flew off the radar for me for so long. All right. Well, and congrats on the 1600 Paragon. That's just insane, man. Like, yeah. Out of season, I'm like, oh, what, Paragon, like 1083 or something like that. And I feel so strong. <laughs> I can only imagine how you feel. Oh, and your out of season is over 2000 now, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yep. I can yep. only imagine that. I'll probably be 2500 at the end of this season. Man. That's got to be a good feeling. <laughs> it's got to be. Um, how does it feel at the beginning of a season? Like, I mean, I know everybody resets and, you know, everybody's not at their, uh, you know, power level like the season before. But with Paragon, it's a little different, especially once you break 800 and you're just dumping stuff into your primary stat. How does that feel for you going in from like 15, 1600 Paragon having all that extra uh, primary stat to just having nothing again at the beginning of a season? Um, honestly, the beginning of the season I try, I, I really don't care about Paragon. I just want to get like my six piece bonus mm -hmm. and then try and get like the highest paragon possible i mean not paragon but greater rift possible yeah and usually it's around like between 75 and 85 depending on the gear i get and then i like grinding that level like if i can get it if i can do it in 10 minutes or less i'd be that's great but then like the satisfaction of getting like 10 to 15 or 20 paragon like every time you do a greater rift and you yeah. just you just continuously do that like you get 10 you like you do 10 and you have like hundreds of paragon already and you're just you know that's to me that's that's the best feeling in the world i don't i don't care about doing hundreds then i just care about um about getting as much paragon with as little greater rifts as possible because mm -hmm. the beginning of the season i i hate grinding keys because i don't have the gear for it yeah and it's it's just it's just so crappy to try and run around the Nephilim Rift to to get two keys, mm -hmm. you know. And it, 
I don't know. Later in the later in the season, you can do it in like three minutes and get two keys. But if it takes you six minutes, you're like, I could I could have done a greater rift in this time and got more out of it. Yeah. Here's a question for you, actually. Well, one, what do you do? You farm keys with your demon hunter, or do you? Does it depend on who your other character is that you're running the season? I farm keys on my demon hunter. I use multi-shot. I use fire. Okay, so um, like the fire EU? Yeah. UE. Yep. Gotcha. Um, and, uh... Um, when, you, when you're grinding for keys, do you stop at every, um... Uh... At every elite you kill and pick up the uh, death's breath, or do Absolutely. you just blow past it? Okay. I have to I have to pick it up because later in the season, when you're using death breath to get, um, personally, I use it to get weapons. If if you do it to get um, to get um, shields or you know anything other than weapons or amulets, I think it's a waste. Because Kadala stuffs twenty-five blood shards. So if you if Death's Breath, if you use that to get seventy-five or a hundred, you know, blood shard stuff, that's that's better, you know, better all around for you and than you know doing the cheaper stuff. Yeah. More efficient. Yep. Yeah, because yeah, uh, this week. Uh, I've actually played quite a bit of Diablo this week. I've tried to play every day. Um, missed a couple days, but uh, I've gotten a bit of time in. I was playing earlier today, too. And um, a lot of what I've been doing is uh, doing rifts and greater rifts. Um, the greater rifts is kind of lower, uh, staying around greater rift 60. I can do much higher, but uh, I'm grinding out, getting... Um, uh, leveling up gems uh, to augment later. Um, just jumping them up to 50 as fast as I can. And uh, with a greater rift 60, which is the equivalent of T13, I'm not going to... I think my fastest time was like a minute and 41 seconds. Oh. Um, I'm staying between a minute and 40 and like just under two minutes consistently um, yeah but when I do a normal rift when I'm grinding for keys I'm doing like my lowest time is like three minutes <laughs> just because I've I'm using the whirlwind build uh, the whirlwind barb and it's not set up for full speed but I've got it on like half speed and a lot more damage um so I can run through it really fast. I'm not having trouble killing anything or anything, but the Whirlwind build is a lot of... Uh, it's kind of momentum-based as far as just movement goes. Uh, you don't really need to build up your damage too much, so it's, it's, it's not like momentum like that. But I've got to stop Whirlwinding and stop moving to pick up Death's Breath. And that's slowing me down. It's adding like a minute to every to every rift just to stop and grab that spread. If if you time it correctly, you could you could literally pick death's breaths up and keep going, 
but that takes that takes a lot of practice. I don't know with a whirlwind bar, but I've seen. Um, I found this out a couple seasons ago when I watched um, Quinn do it. He could literally teleport with a monk, kill elites, and not even stop and pick up the death breaths and keep going. Like that's how, like that's how efficient that guy was. That's crazy. Yeah, I've not mastered that, and like I, maybe I could, maybe I should practice that with like my, uh, I don't know, my less speedy variation, um, because with with my movement speed, the whirlwind barb goes so fast. I can't imagine being able to pick it up without stopping. Yeah. The movement speed is ridiculous. So, uh, but like a normal speed barb, because I I switched out some things today to jump up uh, higher greater ifs. So far, uh, I've got I've cleared a greater if 81 with the whirlwind barb with the switches or with the changes I made today. Uh, but I did it in just over five minutes. I know I can push further. I can probably get at least 85 or 86. But um, uh, I know that's not too high, but for a whirlwind barb, I am perfectly fine with that. I mean, <laughs> I never would have expected a whirlwind barb even to be able to push up this high. But um, I like the build. I don't know. I haven't really figured out exactly what I'm doing the rest of this season, I was just gonna screw around with the whirlwind barb and push it as high as I can. I don't know if I'll clear higher than 100. But when I play with people, I just switch to a support build so I can do like greater if 100 and whatnot with them. But um, uh, the changes that I made today to give myself the extra boost to be able to go higher than 80. Um is I actually switched out my... Uh, I was wearing the... Was it Depth Diggers pants? Uh, it's when you're moving, your damage and primary resource regeneration goes up by 25%, but when you're standing still, they drop by 25%. Is that, is that the Hexing Pants? Oh, yeah, yep, yep, you're right. The Hexing Pants, not Depth Diggers. Um, yeah, I was wearing those because you're constantly moving with the barb. Or with the whirlwind barb, so uh, and twenty five percent extra damage is good. Uh, so I took those off today and put on the uh, wrath of the wastes uh, legs, and then removed the chest piece for the armor set and replaced it with the Aquilacurus. Uh, um, because with the whirlwind barb, you're actually you pretty much stay at max fury constantly. Your fury generation is higher than spending so uh, it gives me you know my 50% increased uh, damage reduction which is just huge and that was uh, immediately a noticeable difference and I didn't even come close to dying on that greater rift 81 um, I sacrificed a little bit of damage but it wasn't too noticeable especially seeing as how the build pretty much runs on the bane of the stricken uh, as long as you can survive, as long as your survivability is okay, and you can just keep racking up stacks in the Bane of the Stricken, it doesn't, like, your your base damage doesn't matter too much. 
is essentially that's where all your damage output's coming from. So it just makes it, I mean, the higher your base damage, the faster it scales. So it matters, but it's not, I don't know. Taking a 25% hit to my base damage wasn't as big a deal as I thought it would be. Would you use Traveler's Pledge Compass Rosa? Uh, no, I would like to, but there are some rings that are pretty much needed. Um, because, um, oh, what ring am I using in my cube, actually? I don't know. Uh, you pretty much need the Obsidian Ring of the Zodiac, so you can keep, uh, Ignore Pain and, uh, Wrath of the Berserker off cooldown. Yeah. Um, then you need to run the Unity for that 50% damage reduction uh, with the follower then what is the other ring I'm using oh then you need the skull's grasp because uh, it increases whirlwind damage by 400% so I sorry what if you sacrifice the unity wouldn't wouldn't a traveler's pledge compass rose be the same thing or am I looking at it wrong no, it'd be the same thing. If I was running with a group of people, uh, I would definitely choose the Traveler's Pledge and Compass Rose over it. But uh, playing solo, I'd take the Unity just because it frees up an amulet socket. Gotcha. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it'd pretty much give the same thing. And speaking of amulet socket, another change I made to my build today was just awesome it was huge boost uh and this was before or this was after i cleared 81 actually i'm pretty sure i found the amulet in the 81 rift uh i got a primal uh um ouroboros amulet wow (laughs) and first off just a normal ouroboros not even ancient i've got such a hard time getting rid of those because they've got a high chance of rolling with a socket, a high chance, pretty much a hundred percent chance of rolling with your primary stat, and I always find them with high crit chance and high crit damage, like pretty much already on them. Like it's finding a really, really good Ouroboros is very easy. They're really hard to replace. Well, I found a primal one today that rolled just that a socket. 1,000 strength, 100% crit damage, 10% crit chance. Uh, it increased my damage output by 17%. Wow. So I'm like, uh, I, I can't pass that up. <laughs> I, have, I have to wear that. It was it was such a huge boost. So, and like I said, I haven't... Uh, I'm pretty sure I found that in the Great Rift 81. So now I've got to run and see how much better I can do now that I have that as well. Hey, you, but, augment, uh, you augment that and you'll be above 20% for that thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. That's that's something I need to do is uh, I need to um, get my support gear on. I need to throw it in the, uh, in the armory, actually. I haven't done that yet. I have the full support build for the barb. I just... I. I've not put it in the armory, so I can't just hot swap to it. I need to uh, get that together and then jump in with you guys or something, do some really high greater rifts, so I can level up uh, my gems where they need to be. So I'm still, I'm also still running with uh, 
uh, all the gems, all the legendary gems in my gear are level 70. Um, and I've got one augment, and the augment is like 51, I think. Or 61, maybe. Um, and that was, I just threw that in there uh, specifically for the, um, the season journey. Wow. So, yeah, I, uh, I've got some things that I need to do then. <laughs> yeah. And I can make this build way stronger than it is, but, um, also I'm having no luck finding ancient pieces for this build at all. I, I'm just, uh, I've put so many blood shards into Kadala for, um, a helm, uh, gloves, and um, uh, shoulders. I think I need boots too. <laughs> I I've been dumping all of them into her thousands, and I just I'm not getting anything from her. <laughs> She's not being nice to me this season. Yeah, she wasn't nice to me on my multi-shot set either. Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's, it's tough running into this problem, but. Anywho, what I've been doing this week in gaming is pretty much just running rifts and uh, greater rifts, getting those, um, getting my as many gems up to fifty as I can, uh, getting ready to augment them and whatnot. Uh, doing that, um, leveled up a few times. I'm at Paragon seven thirty-five now. Uh, I'm pretty much content. If I, I want to break eight hundred this season. Um, I've done it once before, and uh, made me really happy. So I want to do it. It's not unreasonable. I've got plenty of time, and I'm really close as it is. And I haven't been in any super high rifts this season. So as soon as I do that, I have no problem getting there. Um, uh, let's see. Um, oh, I got Guardian. I did that today. I was kind of unnerving how easy that was this this season but uh, I don't know I, I didn't have a problem with it at all though I happened to be in the right place at the right time for a couple conquests it's like I was running with dead greed and was it you or Rona we happened to be running like a bounty set early on like this was maybe the second week of the uh the season, and we happened to run into the Cursed Pete. I think I was... might have been me, because we did the Cursed Pete all together. I just can't remember who we did it with. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, I ran in... we ran into it super early and knocked that conquest out immediately. Um, and then the other conquests this season were easy. You get your legendary gems, three legendary gems to 65 or higher, and then clear a... Uh, a T10 regular rift in under two minutes. I mean, I'm clearing T13 rifts in under two minutes. So, it's, it wasn't that hard. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. It was, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much all I've been doing. Um, I'm pretty sure I've got my last stash tab too. My stash is finally maxed out, I guess you could say. Um, 
that's about it. Uh, we'll say what what do you value more in a um? Because uh, I'm gonna start running higher greater rifts with people, and I'll be in the Shattered Soulstone chat more probably this week. Um, when I'm on, I'll be in there. And uh, would you rather? I've got two support builds going this season. One uh, the um, support charge barb, and the other one's the um, uh, the rat support um, or rat run support necro. So, do you want increased damage or do you want better defense? Which would which do you think would be more useful when playing in a group with people? Uh, more damage. More damage. So running with the necro would be more useful. The um, like we're doing, I think, one fifteens or something like that. We were. I think we'd have been better off if we had more damage. To be honest with you, because I don't know. I, I don't I don't ever remember running with a charge barb that was um support and I don't I don't ever remember when Rona ran necro support I always liked, we always just used uh, monk and that was just you just stood in a circle and and hoped the circle never <laughs> never um never lifted or you would be dead <laughs> yeah I gotcha. Well, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, and I, I find the support necro, because I do have that one all set up, and I've used it already. It's pretty fun to play, honestly. <laughs> it's not bad. It's massive AoE, freezing people, and for a support build, it actually does a reasonable amount of damage, too. Because <laughs> of, uh, um... The corpse lance lances just going on everybody. I'm debuffing them. That's the purpose of using the corpse lance. But uh, it kind of auto casts when I consume a corpse because you use two pieces of the pestilence set. Yeah. And it's uh, I don't know. It's surprisingly damaging. It's it wouldn't be useful in like a higher grade rift than maybe. 60, but <laughs> for like T13, it, I mean, it's reasonable, I guess. But, I guess moving on, we've got two emails. Uh, it was awesome. Two episodes in a row where we have two emails. I'm very happy with that. Um, it's nice to know we have listeners. <laughs> Um, but the first one, uh, you want to get the first one or you want me to? You can do the first one. Alright. So the first one's from King Tut. It says, uh, I'd like to hear everybody's theory on how Shazam really threw out his back, because we know it wasn't getting into bed. My theory was it was a combination of two things. One, he used bit.ly slash soulstone2019 to download a free audiobook called Kama Sutra. And two, he found a nice guy slash gal uh, 
for some Netflix and chill watching We Never Want <laughs> We Never Went to the Moon documentary that led to the bedroom. <laughs> so uh what do you have to say about that, Shazam? <laughs> I've I've got my free audio book, I don't know. <laughs> about nine or ten months ago. <laughs> so it's it's definitely not number one. And number two, um, since um, since I had a girl take about $15,000 out of me, I haven't had a girl um, to watch Netflix or anything in my apartment, and um, nor a guy. So, um, yeah, it wasn't that either. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Hmm. Well, I hadn't given it any thought until I read this email, so I don't know. <laughs> uh, my best theory is that um, maybe you screamed Shazam a little too vigorously, and during your transformation, you threw something out. I, I, I don't know, man. That's, that's the only thing I got. Uh, oh, speaking of that, did you uh, did you hear that the Shazam movie is having a... Uh, two-week early release uh, for a two-showing thing, just like they did with Aquaman. Nice. Yeah. If anyone's interested in that, I don't know if they're still available now, but I don't know. You'd have to look it up online. A uh, buddy of mine told me about it. I didn't really... Uh, I'm I just going to wait till the movie comes out. I should go to the comic book store and beg them for a for an early showing pass. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> um, Alright, you want to get the second email or you want me to get it? This one's pretty long. Um, yeah, go ahead and get it. Alright. Alright, this one's from Jarus. Uh, I don't think we've gotten an email from Jarus before. So, um, thank you ahead of time, Jarus, for your email. It's, nice. it's nice and long and awesome. It says, Hi guys and Jen, Jaris here. Congratulations on the 200th episode. I've been listening to the Shattered Soulstone podcast for a long time now, and I'm glad all of you have stayed with the podcast. Uh, it's probably not easy to take time out of... Or time, yeah, <laughs> I can't talk. To take time out to make the podcast and do all the work it takes uh, to get it online. Uh, I downloaded it and listened to it when playing D3. Thanks so much for keeping the podcast going, and please keep up the good work. Uh, thank you very much, Jarus. We do the best we can, and yeah, it's not easy sometimes, but uh, we try to deliver for our fans and listeners. Um, this is not a criticism, but it seems that Cool Story Bro has given up, and West March Workshop only does a podcast once in a while now. And a huge thank you to Jen also for Jen's Lore Corner. I really look forward to them. Jen, please keep them going. They're all great. A question or two, if I may. Uh, is the music that you play during the podcast from Diablo 2? Uh, it does sound like it. And why did you pick that Diablo music? Well, to answer that, uh, I'm not going to lie. I actually <laughs> I haven't thought about it in so long that I actually had to go listen to the last episode of the podcast again and pay attention to the background music to answer your question here. <laughs> um, 
it is it is Diablo 2 music, it's Diablo 2 soundtrack. Um uh, I don't know if every song on there is from Diablo 2, but I know most of them when I skimmed through it earlier today to answer this question, most of them were they're just from different areas. Some are in towns, some are uh, you know, when you're out in the jungle and uh, and throughout all the acts. And um, uh, I'm going to venture to guess to the second part of this question as to why we picked the Diablo 2 soundtrack. Because, to be perfectly honest, we've been using this soundtrack since before I came on the show. Uh, so our editor, or our editors, um, I don't know if it was a decision, if it was a decision by them or if it was a collaboration decision from the original hosts of the show. But if I were to guess, it's because Diablo 2 has a really nice uh, soundtrack that. Um, changes and is really smooth and it's not super distracting but it is uh, I don't know, I, I think it's respectable uh, as far as the Diablo 1 soundtrack, if we were to use that um, it's not as smooth in a way, the transitions aren't as good even though I still love the soundtrack and uh, it's just it's much darker, it's got a much darker feel and it's not as extensive as the D2 soundtrack is. Um, but uh, it's still really solid. But And then Diablo 3 wasn't out back when... Um, no, it... Wait. I don't know why any of the Diablo 3 soundtrack wasn't included. I'm not sure. I, I'd have to talk to the editors. Good question, though. I, <laughs> I'm just guessing on the second part of that. Now to continue this email, uh, also I've heard a lot about a, uh, a game that Blizzard tried to make a while ago named Titan. According to some, it really hurt Blizzard and the people that work there. The result was Overwatch, which seems to be a financial or financially successful game for Blizzard. Is there anything you can tell the curious among us about Titan? Uh, was it a or was it like a Diablo game originally? Thanks. Um, I will get back to that after I finish the email. I did look into that specifically for this show. Um, here's my two cents about her on Diablo Immortal. First off, I won't be buying it. I don't play telephone games. That's respectable. <laughs> uh, but if the sales of Diablo Immortal allows Blizzard to make a successful Diablo 4 for the PC, then that's a good thing. I'm hoping for a great Diablo 4 game, one that incorporates the best from D2, D2 Lord of Destruction, D3, and D3 um, the Reaper of Souls, and other great content we haven't seen in any of the Diablo games so far. <sighs> Let's hope we see this someday. Of course, I was disappointed about the lack of D4 announcement at the last BlizzCon, but I'm sure Diablo is working on a D4 for PC. Uh, we have to be patient, it's always taken Blizzard a long time to make a game. Just FYI, when I play Diablo, it's on PC and in solo mode for 99.9% .9 of the time, which is why I'm only around Paragon low 500-something, and I still haven't been able to get the stash tab for this season. The only stash tabs I've been able to get so far are the ones I received from when I bought the Necro expansion, and the ones I got last season for completing Conqueror. 
My goal for this season is to get the stash tab, but so far I've only been able to do it once. Uh, also, I've never completed Guardian and was able to do a Greater of 70 for the first time last season. I've not given or gotten any primals yet, uh, even last season when I did clear Greater of 70. Uh, so I have a lot of things to do still, but I'll keep playing and uh, keep trying. <sighs> I still find this game enjoyable to play. Uh, well, I've ranted enough. Thanks again for keeping the podcast going. Feel free to edit this email as you see fit. It's probably a bit of a bore. Take care, everyone. Dan, a.k.a. Jarrus. Um, that email was awesome. It was not a bore. Uh, so please send in as many more as you want. We love hearing your feedback. Uh, anyone's feedback. Uh, it's really nice. Any questions? There are no stupid questions uh, in my opinion, even if we've answered them tens of hundreds of times, I'm happy to answer the same question over and over. It doesn't matter. I like hearing from our listeners. Um, as far as your season, um, I mean, congrats on breaking 500. That's uh, not a very simple task when you're playing 99.9% of your time solo. So congrats on that. And um, uh, good luck getting your um, getting your conqueror this season. Uh, I believe in you. You can do it. Uh, also, primals. Yes, they are a huge pain to get unless you're Shazam. Uh, after, <laughs> even after you clear Greater Rift seventy, but luckily this season, once you do it, you get your first primal just for completing it. So uh, yeah, you'll have to let us know when you do that and what you get. Um. But good luck on this season. Still got a lot left. Um, you can do it, man. Keep it going. Let's see. Is there anything else I was going to comment on before I brought up Titan? Um, I like your opinion on Immortal. It's very respectable. And uh, I agree that we've just got to be patient for D4. Something's coming. And, you know, it's Blizzard. It's going to be good. All right. Now, as for your question about Titan. I did some research about this when I saw the email and here's what I came up with. I'm just going to read this from the article I found. Uh, well, I found this information on multiple articles, but I'm only going to use one because I don't feel like reading a bunch of stuff regarding this. But um, Let's get through this quick. All right. Titan was the project name for a cancelled Blizzard Entertainment massively multiplayer online game. With speculation regarding the game beginning in 2007, Blizzard revealed little information uh, besides that uh, it would be completely new and not be based on the company's then-current three main franchises. The game was internally cancelled by Blizzard in May 2013, though publicly they announced that the project would be delayed as they took the title in a different direction. Its official cancellation was made in September 2014. Internally, about 40 members of the Titan Project used their developed assets to craft a new game which became Overwatch. The exact details of how Titan would have uh, played are not known, but Blizzard's Jeff Kaplan, who served as the Titan development team and later became the director of Overwatch, identified that the game was a class-based shooter game. 
Players would have selected a character from several classes, which granted them initial abilities as they progressed in the game. They would gain points to use uh, to spend on skill trees for that character. Kaplan said that near the point of Titan's cancellation, the variety of skills they had in the game led to overpowered com uh, combinations and described the result as very cluttered and confused. Shortly after the cancellation announcement, Kotaku ran an article in which they described the game as a massively multiplayer PC game in which the players could both maintain non-combat professions and shoot their way through death matches on a sci-fi version of Earth. According to the article, which was sourced by anonymous employees who worked on the project, the game would take place in a near-future Earth where the player would take on a mundane job during the day and fight enemies at night. While Blizzard uh, publicly stated that Titan has been uh, delayed in May 2013 as they refocused its development, the game had already been cancelled internally. Over the one, er, of the 140 members on the Titan team, only 40 were kept in a group to develop a new uh, intellectual property, while the others were transitioned into other de uh, departments within Blizzard. The remaining Titan group of 40, which included Kaplan and Chris Metzen, were told they need to come up with a new idea in about six weeks or otherwise they would be transferred into other departments taking inspiration from team-based shooters like Team Fortress 2 and the popularity of multiplayer online battle arenas the team used some of the existing Titan assets to develop a prototype game where players could select predefined hero characters with different types of abilities and skills and face off in a uh, in team-based matches. Metzen also said uh, that due to the recent failure of Titan, the group suffered from poor morale, but the idea of a team-based shooter invigorated them and helped to establish an optimistic narrative taking place in the near future of Earth, encompassing a range of diverse heroes and characters. The prototype game proved successful, and the team set off to develop what became Blizzard's fourth major IP, Overwatch. Some Overwatch assets can be traced to their Titan roots, such as the character Tracer, who was originally, or who originally was one of the skins available for the Jumper class in Titan, and the map Temple of Anubis that had been developed for Titan. Overwatch was formally announced, or formally announced, on November seventh, twenty fourteen, and released May twenty fourth, twenty sixteen. And that's all I know about Titan. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting that I got this email and we did too, because I actually ran across Titan uh, on Friday uh, a couple days ago um, while I was looking at the one stuff. Oh, speaking of, uh, something I forgot to mention in Weeks in Gaming, I actually uh, I've been playing Diablo 1. I, I bought it from GOG, and uh, I've been having fun on Diablo 1. Ah. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, uh, that was a fantastic email. Um, thank you, Jarus. Uh, yeah, it was, it was awesome. Definitely enjoyed that. Uh, good questions, by the way. Same to you, King Cut. Good question about Shazam. 
and his personal life and <laughs> <laughs> so uh, is there anything um, you'd like to comment on uh, Jaris's email I, f- to you? I first heard about Titan back in 2007 when I played WoW and back then it was supposed to be an MMO but we never we, that's about all we knew about it but um, the, the 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 people that had low morale for you know that run that project imagine imagine working on something every day for like five six days a week for six years and then your boss goes we're just gonna take all this stuff and just throw it away um you know we're gonna put you on something else to do. And the stuff that you've been working on for the last six years, nobody's ever going to see. Like, that would, like, that would irritate the living crap out of me. Yeah. That'd you be, know? Uh, uh, <laughs> that would be tough, man. Like, psychologically, that would be really tough to uh, to deal with. It's like, you just put, you poured your heart and soul into a project for years, and then just, alright, well, we're scrapping it. Especially if you were one of those people who got move to a, a different department of Blizzard after that. Yeah. Um, I mean, <laughs> hell, even if you were the uh, one of the 40 people who stayed, um, it'd still be hard sifting through all that stuff and finding what's usable and what's not. And, man, that'd be tough. That'd be really tough. It's... It's almost as bad as that lady that left EA after they canceled the Star Wars game. They said that um, like the last two or three of her projects got canceled, so she hasn't had anything released in like the last ten years. Yeah. And um, yeah, that would that would that that would make me just want to quit the video game industry altogether. You know? Yeah. You know yeah. she she's like fifty now, so since you were forty, <laughs> nothing's ever been released. <laughs> <laughs> wow, man, that would suck. That'd be heartbreaking. Yeah. It's like, what am I even working for? <laughs> yeah. Man, uh, I can only imagine being in her position. I don't blame her for quitting. Try to find another company. Be like, look, if you're not going to release anything that I've, you know, put time into, then why am I going to stay here? What? what? <laughs> There's no purpose in this. Man. Crazy. All right. Uh, well, um, you got any blue notes? Um, no, not that I know of. Um, I heard that there's a rumor that um, Diablo Immortals. Um, this might make people mad, but is preloadable in China. <laughs> really? I don't know. Um, you know anything above and beyond that but yeah supposedly <laughs> that's that's interesting man I'm still kind of hoping for my uh, uh, early access thing I'd registered to uh, get into the beta of it I haven't heard anything about it though I'm not sure but, uh, it's been a while since we've heard anything about it uh, do you know if they've released any new information? 
I was told that the last thing that I heard about it is the um, what NetEase or whatever is done working on a project. It's all in Blizzard's hands right now. And um, that was last week. Maybe the week before last. But Blizzard hasn't said anything about it yet, so... You know, I don't... Other than that, we don't know anything else about Diablo Immortal, other than that Ease is done with it. <laughs> <laughs> I see. see. I'm going to the website right now to see if they've posted anything on here. Uh, well, the main screen looks exactly the same as I left it. That's not helpful at all. Um... I don't, I don't know where you would look to find more information about this. Huh. I don't know. Still in development. Cool. I heard it from Riker. That's, that's that's who I heard it from. Oh. Well, he has reliable sources. So yeah. I trust him. <laughs> Wish I had his sources. Man. Well... He the only blue note that you have posted, and um, I had to, I copied and pasted the link because it doesn't work on that document for some reason, is um, Netflix Diablo series is moving forward. Yeah, this was posted by uh, BlizzPro by Nineball. Yeah. Um, he, go ahead. He, he wrote, over the last week we've had some pretty strong evidence that Blizzard is moving forward with its rumored Diablo series being made for Netflix. Catch everyone up to speed, rumors began to, f to float around about the independent nerd news site. Revenge of the Fans reported that Netflix and Blizzard had begun talks about bringing a Diablo series to the popular streaming service after the tremendous success of Netflix's Castlevania series. In their article, they state that writer of the upcoming Hellboy remake, Andrew Cosby, is being tapped to help create the series. When asked about the rumor on Twitter, Cosby's only response was to say that, that if he were to work on a Diablo project, it would keep the, keep the series rated R. And it keeps going... Um, it says, first up is the trademark registration filed on March 8th for Diablo downloadable films and movies featuring narrative based on a video game and provided via a video on demand service. So basically, Blizzard trademarked it so they can... Make a movie or a TV show on Netflix or Hulu or, you know, stuff like that for Diablo. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I'm uh, I'm definitely looking forward to that when they made the rumor. What when was that? Like, so it's about it's probably about this time last year. Maybe a little bit later than this time, but it was it was pretty early. Yeah. Uh, when I first heard that rumor, uh, I honestly got excited. I'm like, I would, I would be really stoked to see a, uh, a Diablo 
series on Netflix. That'd be really cool, whether it's uh, animated or not. Um, definitely looking forward to it, and this seems to be uh, seems to be what we've uh, what we've been waiting for. I mean, Andy Cosby even tweeted another thing said, um, uh, "It's killing me that I can't talk openly about my new super secret project." Because my new super secret project is just so freaking cool. Soon, very soon. So, yeah, I'm. Oh man, I'm excited. I hope it's. I hope he's not lying. I hope it's actually soon. It's not like December this year when we finally hear something about it. <laughs> I, I personally think since um. Since Blizzard um, completely screwed the pooch last year at BlizzCon, I honestly think other than a WoW expansion this year, I think BlizzCon's going to be nothing but Diablo. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> that would be really awesome. Because you know there's a WoW expansion this year. There wasn't one last year, so you know it's coming this year. It's every other year. Yep, we're just right. we're just we're pre-programmed for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, this would be the year to go to uh, the BlizzCon then. Maybe that'll be the next trip I start saving my money for. I should do that actually. Uh, maybe I can meet some some fans. <laughs> That'd be really awesome. All right. Well, um, no, that's all I've got for Blue Notes. Uh, you got anything for other media? Other than, I started, yesterday I started watching um, Top 10 Secrets and Mysteries on Netflix, which basically every show, it um, has a top, it's basically a top 10 list of, like, weird stuff, like, um, oh, I don't know how to, like, like weird things like they had like top 10 like weird mummy things where they talked about the um I think like one of the top 10 was when they had um the guy in Russia that died in the 20s I can't think of his name they had him mummified and set in the middle of the the square in Moscow or whatever so everybody could see him because he was like a predominant figure in the Soviet Union. They had all kinds of weird, all kinds of weird mummified people. And just um, one episode? yeah, it's just one episode. Like they, like out west somewhere, they um, like they were trying to find gold somewhere, so they blew a hole, you know, trying to make a, you know, trying to make a mine, and they found some mummified like fourteen-inch tall. Um, I guess baby or fetus or something with like all these like razor teeth and so like all kinds of weird stuff, you know what I mean? One episode, one episode talks about, um, um, art heists about, um, I think I can't remember where it was, but some like they tied up a guard and stole like $50 million worth of art I don't know how long ago it was. It was like the last 30 years or whatever. And they haven't seen... Nobody has seen that art since then. So there's $50 million worth of art somewhere that... Only the people that stole it know where it's at. Wow. 
That's nuts. That sounds like a show that's right up my alley. I like uh, I like mysteries and um, unsolved things. I like watching those shows. Watch a lot of them on Hulu. Watched a few of them on uh, Netflix too. That's one I have not. I'll definitely check that out. Other than that, though, that's the only thing I've watched. How many episodes are there to that? I'm not 100% sure. Gotcha. Um, as far as me for other media, I haven't really been... I have been watching this week. I've been watching anything this week? I don't know. I've been watching a lot of... Uh, um, Games done quick, uh, like kind of reruns. They, I've mentioned it before on the show. Like when um, Games Done Quick is a charity event that they just do speed runs of games, um, and uh, well, they they record everything and put it on YouTube. So I've just been watching like I don't know years past, like years that I haven't seen. So I've just had that in the background, or watched a little bit here and there. I have time to, and that's about all I've done, really. Um, other than playing Diablo, playing some board games. I've got a game called uh, Tabletop Simulator, which is exactly what it sounds like. And uh, some me and some buddies of mine. Uh, just play board games and card games and stuff on there and just have a good time. Um, so I think there's one more thing I was going to mention. Oh, uh, was it? Oh, uh, I've been debating kind of um, uh, maybe trying out doing like a Diablo 1 speedrun or even a Diablo 2 speedrun. So I've been playing Diablo 1 since I bought it this Friday a few days ago and. Uh, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I I really like that game. Uh, it was awesome because I as soon as I turned it on, um, I got really really good luck with uh, my first character, my first save. Because um, uh, as soon as I, you pretty much know there's a little bit of RNG in Diablo 1 when it comes to uh, the beginning of the game and what missions you get. Uh, sometimes you won't get the Butcher, sometimes you won't get uh, the Skeleton King, sometimes you won't get the um, uh, oh, the Tainted Well. And so far I have, I've only played for like an hour and I got the Butcher and the... Uh, the tainted well right off the bat so I'm <laughs> I mean that's that's awesome right there you get an, a really good legendary weapon uh, second dungeon from the butcher's cleaver and you get a really good ring from completing the well uh, from cleansing the well and um, uh, yeah it's so far so good I haven't I haven't gotten far enough to see if I've gotten the skeleton king yet or not but if I get the Skeleton King 2, we get all three of like the main missions on the first <laughs> the first playthrough. Ooh man, I'm gonna be happy. <laughs> that's that's you know how rare that is? 
<laughs> I don't think I've ever gotten all three at once. Um, generally, I only get one. But, I don't know. Uh, I just wanted to mention the Butcher. Just, I mean, first time I turned on the game on Friday after I uh, installed it. Turn on the game, create a warrior, get to level two, uh, run the Butcher, and you open the door and just, ah, fresh meat. And, oh, it's such a nostalgic feeling. It's fantastic. Uh, it's it's way more scary, if you can even say that, than Diablo 3. And, man, I remember his movement speed being ridiculous, but I completely forgot his attack speed was that, <laughs> was that fast. Uh, in Diablo 1, for those of you who haven't played, when you get hit... Is uh, how it works is um, when you're attacking somebody, there's a chance to hit or miss. Um, it's a little more rudimentary than Diablo 3. In fact, on base, you have a 60% chance to hit. Well, in this game also, if you're attacking and you get hit during your attack animation, it kind of staggers you. It cancels your attack animation. And one thing that makes the Butcher kind of difficult is he attacks really fast. And because of that, he's he hits you more than you hit him, because you don't attack as fast as he does. And oftentimes he will cancel your attack. <laughs> so it makes him just a pain. It's a huge pain. But he's 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 awesome. I love the Butcher. Diablo one, the original. It's too good, man. Too good. But, alright, there's my Diablo 1 rant. That's all I got. Maybe next weekend I'll have a story of how I beat it. If I play that much. I'll probably play more Diablo 3 this week, actually. So. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see you speedrunning Diablo 2. That's, that, that game takes, takes, a while to, takes a while to get through. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Uh... I think the record, at least it was a while ago, was two hours. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, you can get through Diablo 2. Oh, it's been on uh, Diablo 2 has been on Games Done Quick for the last two years in a row. Somebody's speedrunning it. Uh, this year they did it already at uh, on in January. The dude ran with an Amazon and then last year, the same guy uh, ran with a wizard. Apparently the wizard is the fastest because of teleport. Um, that and you have a lot of AoE. Uh, well, you've got a bunch of Nova attacks, a bunch of different ones to choose from, and you have a bunch of different... Uh, I think he ran with like three different uh, damage types. Um, so like Frost... I don't know, it's like uh, frost, electric, and fire or something. So when he runs against the enemies that are resistant to those, he can switch. Um, and teleport is a little... It, it's Teleport is pretty ridiculous in D2 compared to D3. Oh my god, there's no cooldown. Uh, it just costs mana. And as long as you stock up on mana potions, you just teleport. It's instantaneous. There's no animation for it. You just disappear and reappear. It's you can cover ground very quickly with the Amazon. You just 
Uh, he got something that increased his movement speed. That was about it. But yeah, I guess if you if you really know the game, it's possible. But I've personally never beaten Diablo 2, so I don't know. I think I'd be more apt to beat Diablo 1, though, honestly. But I read a uh, guide on how to uh, speedrun Diablo 1, and it's ridiculous. It, you want to use the Sorcerer class, and then uh, it's funny. It's like, okay, as soon as you boot up the game, you go to the uh, to Adria, you dupe some gold, you get, uh, I think you do it until you have 60,000 gold, then you buy a specific staff from her and a specific spell, uh, a couple town portals and a bunch of mana potions and then you go, you go down uh, kill creatures until you're level 2 and then don't kill anything until you're down to level 12 because uh, the one of the staffs you get is the staff of teleportation and you're literally just teleporting past enemies down to dungeon level 12 um just avoiding everything. You don't want to attack anybody. You don't want to stop. You just want to get down there. Then once you get down there, you come back to town. Uh, go to Adria again. She's got a few more things you gotta buy. <laughs> then you go back down there, and then pretty much skip from twelve all the way down to uh, Lazarus. Uh, there's a way to kill him pretty much instantly uh, while he's still in his talking animation. Uh, you throw down a bunch of firewalls underneath his feet, and he'll actually take damage while he's still talking to you before he even starts to attack, and then as soon as he's done with his dialogue, he'll just die instantly, and then you teleport out of there, and then go into Diablo's area, uh, Dungeon 16, and you get down there, he said, teleport to the corner of the room, and just start throwing your firewall down there on Diablo, he said, there's a good chance you're gonna die... Uh, but, um, if you get lucky, uh, he'll, he'll die before he kills you. So it depends on how much of a certain attack he does. Um, that's, that's about it. It's like, that sounds, I don't know what the timer is on that. I'm pretty sure it's like an hour or just over an hour. I'm like, man, you're literally just skipping the game. <laughs> so I take it like Diablo's levels based on your level of them? Uh no, not not from my experience. He's his level um his level's pretty much set, I believe, and his damage is kind of set. Uh when you level up in Diablo one, um you have uh you've got four stats, you know, your strength, uh magic, dexterity and vitality. Um, technically you don't have to put any points into Vitality because he's not going to one-hit you. Um, it'll, I mean, one-hit will do a lot of damage to your health, but, so you generally want to throw in some points into your Vitality, but you don't have to. Uh, I, I don't know, it's, um... Pretty much, I think, one thing I left out of there, once you go back to town the first time after you get to level 12, once you jump back to level 12, you want to level until you're level 10, 
uh, and then so you're level technically you're level 10 when you fight Diablo and also one of the things that you help uh, mitigate his damage output is you use a spell uh, I believe it's called spell shield and it just gives you a, a magic it's like an absorb shield from D3 yeah so I guess you just keep casting that so he doesn't actually hurt your health. Also, there's a mechanic in Diablo 1 that I had no idea existed. Apparently, if you are low health, like 1 or 2 HP, then attacks no longer stagger you. So I don't know why that is, but if you get down to 1 or 2 HP and then you have an absorb shield up uh, you know, with that you're supposed to have up at all times with this character or during this speed run um, then it still counts as you having low health so you don't get staggered and then you won't just die having that low health because of your absorb shield so I don't know but like I said I don't think he scales I could be wrong but I don't think he scales I'm pretty sure it's set um, so when I beat the game, I think I was only level maybe 21, 22, but I don't remember how much I invested in Vitality. Hell, actually, I'm pretty sure I invested more in Vitality already in this playthrough than I did before <laughs> the last one. Is there a max level in that game? Uh, yes, uh, max level is 99. And you've got to beat the game so many times to get to level 99, it's not even funny. Because <laughs> I, I remember back in the 80s, I played a, I played the game Dragon Warrior. And you can go and beat the game at like level, I think it was like 20 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it was like hard, you'd have to, you know, basically use all your mana and stuff, healing yourself and, and doing damage to this dragon. But if you just sat there and farmed like five or six more levels, it made the game so much easier at the end because you had way more hit points, way more mana, and um, you did more damage. But like the max level in that game was like 26 or 30 or something like that. So there was a hard cap oh. <laughs> on that game. <laughs> okay. So we figured that out whenever we were single digit age. We were like, well, if we could kill this guy at 20. What it gives you, it tells you how much experience you need to level again. Like, how long till you can't level anymore? You know. Yeah. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so that's when we just farmed it even longer until we found out the max level cap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, I wish the Diablo one level cap was that low because, like, I mean, ninety nine, it's ridiculous, and though. For those of you who don't know, in Diablo 1, um, it is incredibly hard to beat the game without restarting the game. Now, in Diablo 1, they've got a mechanic that when you, say you create a warrior, and you get him to dungeon level 9, and you get his character level to level 10, um, if you click new game on that character, it won't reset your character's items or level or anything. It just restarts the storyline, but you keep that character's progression. I never knew that growing up. 
So when I was playing it like for years back, I don't know, in 2001, 2002. Actually, I think I started in 99. But um, back when I was playing back then, I didn't know that, so it, the game was way harder. Even now, it's still really hard to beat the game in just one one run, I guess, unless you're doing a speed run. But, uh, without resetting the game. Um, so, when I beat the game last, uh, a couple years ago, I think I reset the game at... I got down to level 3... Uh, I think I reset the game three times because I I was I needed to get Leoric's crown and uh, I wasn't getting the Skeleton King mission, so I had to reset the game three times to, until I got that mission. Then get to dungeon level nine where things start picking up and things become much harder to kill. Then you just you gotta I restarted again to uh, uh, level up more and get better gear. Then after that I. Up to level 12, restarted the game again, level 12, and then after that, I believe I ended up finishing the game at that point. So I restarted the game, what, uh, five or six times, and even then, I was only level uh, like 21, between 21 and like maybe 26, sometime or some area between there. And also, in Diablo 1, enemies do not respawn ever. Even if you shut the game off and restart the game, enemies do not respawn. If you killed them, they're dead. So to grind it out, you literally have to restart your game and work your way back down through the dungeons. So it's... And the level cap being 99, uh, I've read online that it's not even really worth doing it because the amount of time it takes you to get to level 99 and stuff is just it's not... I don't know. It's not really worth it. But also, uh, in Diablo 1, you cannot reset your skill points. In Diablo 2, you can do it once at least. But in Diablo 1, once you set your skill points, they're set forever. Until you restart a new character. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah, there are good and bad things about the game. I'll admit that. It's tough, but good. Alright, I did not expect to be talking about Diablo 1 for that long. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> well, uh, that's all I got for this show. You got anything else? Um, nope. Alright. I will close the show out. Alright, you've been listening to episode 202 of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. Missed an episode? You can find the show blog and listen to the show archives at www.shatteredsoulstone.com. With your support, you can help the show grow. Become a patron today, patreon.com slash soulstone. Come join us in-game or in-game community and clan, both named Shattered Soulstone, or open to anyone who would like to join. You can also join us on Discord for the ultimate team and community-based experience. Find the Discord invitation link on our Twitter and Facebook page, as well as on the Shattered Soulstone website. 
This show is powered by you, the listener. Send in your contributions, thoughts, questions, and feedback to show at ShatteredSoulStone.com. We love Twitter. Come join and tweet with us. You can find the show Twitter at ShatteredSoulStone. Wesper is at Wespertilio1189. And DeadGreed is at DeadGreed1812. You can find the show uh, Facebook page at Facebook.com slash ShatteredSoulStone and Wespertilio at Facebook.com slash Wespertilio1189. We would like to extend a huge thank you to Medros of Dawnforge Productions for hosting our Loot Deviant show. You can find more shows from the Dawnforge at www.thedawnforge.com. Thank you for listening. Until next time, from all of us here at the Shattered Soulstone, over 201 episodes for your listening pleasure. Dawnforge! Dawnforge! This podcast brought to you by Dawnforge Productions, copyright 2019. Get more at thedawnforge.com.